before we get into the episode, I'm going to ask you for one favor. If you listen to Founders Journal on Apple Podcasts, smash the follow button. And if you listen to it on Spotify, smash the follow button as well. This way, every time a new episode comes out, you will be the first to know. Also, if you have any friends, coworkers, or fellow business builders that you think would benefit from the podcast, tell them about it. Invite them to the party. Now, on to the show. What's up, everyone? This is Alex Lieberman, co-founder and executive chairman of Morning Brew. Welcome back to Founders Journal, my personal audio diary, where I give you, the business builder, the tools you need to think better in order to build better, whether that's building a business, a team, or a new product. Today, I'm talking about switching costs and why they can be a massive moat for companies of all sizes. Let's hop into it. If you're a longtime Founders Journal listener, you know that I'm a fan of the book Seven Powers by Hamilton Helmer. Seven Powers breaks down the seven specific strategies that creates long-term competitive advantage for companies. In past episodes, which I've linked to in the show notes, we've covered Helmer's first two powers, economies of scale and network effects. Now, it's time to break down the third power that creates long-term success for businesses, and those are switching costs. I want you to leave this episode understanding what switching costs are, what features make them powerful, and how to spot them in the wild. First, let's set the foundation. As the name implies, switching costs are the financial, organizational, effort, and social costs that you incur when switching from one product to another. So that's very definitional. Let me give you a slightly different way to think about it. Let's say you're using brand A, which has very high switching costs. And let's say brand B comes around with some advertising on Instagram to try and convince you to become their customer. Brand B has the same quality of product and the same price as brand A. You are not going to switch to brand B. And that's because there is some cost that you bear to make that switch that brand B would have to compensate you for in order to make it worth your while. Now, let's make it a little bit more tangible. If you have an iPhone, you experience massive switching costs every single day. Every feature, add-on product, integration by Apple is done with the purpose of making your experience better, but also making it that much harder to switch to an Android. Apple is the master of switching costs. Let's take iMessage, for example. iMessage is a prime example of social switching costs. If you're an iPhone user, you're well aware of the blue bubble versus green bubble when texting. There is nothing better than being in an all iPhone group chat where the texts are flying and everything is in blue. And there's nothing worse than having one Android user in all iPhone chats that cause the entire conversation to turn green. We all have that friend. It really is a full-fledged community around blue bubbles that Apple has created. And it's not just aesthetics. There's actually added utility when texting in an all-iPhone group. Things like read receipts or reacting to texts with hearts or being able to see when other people are typing. It's one simple feature iMessage versus SMS, blue bubble versus green bubble, but it creates such a profound switching cost for everyone that experiences it. 
If I'm being totally honest, I'm an iPhone guy, and this feature alone creates enough social switching cost out of fear that my friends would kick me out of the text group that I'd never switch to Android. But this is just one small piece of the switching cost moat that Apple has built around its business for the last many decades. You also have the financial switching costs that Apple creates for me and 1.5 billion other iPhone users worldwide. Every Apple product is meant to work better with other Apple products, and every iPhone accessory is only meant to work with Apple products. So when I think about the cost of switching from Apple to Android, it's not just the cost of my iPhone 11 Pro Max. It's my MacBook Pro, which integrates with all of my other products through things like iCloud. It's my AirPods, which, while they're compatible with Android, work significantly better within an all-Apple ecosystem. It's all of my lightning cables, which would just have to be trashed and swapped for Android's micro-USB cables. The financial cost of Apple isn't one product, and it's not even the sum cost of all of the products. It's the cost of all of the products working together in the way that they were designed to work best together. And then the final cost you have is effort costs. As of this recording, I just checked, I have 184 apps downloaded on my iPhone. Do I use all these apps regularly? No, but I use enough of them such that if I made the switch to Android, it'd be really freaking annoying. There is significant energy that would need to be put into re-downloading all of the apps that I want and re-signing into each one of them manually. I think, you know, similar to iMessage, that cost on its own keeps me locked into the Apple ecosystem forever. This experience with Apple, I find to be the most real, relatable, and clear illustration of company power created by switching costs. But in reality, switching costs are all around you. On the consumer side, switching costs also appear in things like music, social media, and games. If you've bought 10,000 $1.99 songs on Apple Music, you bear the financial cost of throwing that money out the window if you decide you want to fully switch to Spotify. If you've spent 10 years building an audience on Twitter, you bear the energy cost of having to rebuild an audience of that size on Instagram, TikTok, or any other social platform. And if you've spent 10,000 hours building up status, rewards, and weapon unlocks in the video game Call of Duty, you have the social cost of giving up that status that you've spent so many hours working hard for. We also see switching costs in the world of B2B with companies like Salesforce, SAP, and Slack. Companies that offer products where data compounds on itself over time and there's significant organizational costs in the form of employee buy-in and employee training that you'd have to incur if you wanted to make the switch, it acts as a huge moat for B2B companies. So now that you understand what switching costs are and how to identify them, I'd love to hear from you. What companies in your personal or professional life have created the highest switching costs to you? Send an email to alex at morningbrew.com or DM me on Twitter at Business Barista. And if you enjoyed the episode, let family, friends, and coworkers know about it. We want to keep growing the Founders Journal community every single day. Thanks so much for listening, and I'll catch you next episode. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. It offers flexible spending capacity that adapts to your business. 
You can also earn up to $395 in annual statement credits on eligible purchases at select business merchants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard.